1: Thank you for joining us. In today's world, there is much confusion as to what defines family, and Satan is determined to keep it that way. The good news is that the children of God have victory because we know that the family, as designed by God, will not be destroyed. Fathers, as the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. Stand firm, set the spiritual tone, and be the role model for your families to the glory of God thereby establishing legacies for your future generations. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us.
2: Turn your Bibles, kind enough, we're doing part two. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15b, that B clause of that 15 verse of Joshua chapter 24. Joshua 24, 15b. And there's a sentence there that I just love and is so befitting as we honor men today. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And from that particular passage, my message is entitled, It's Time for Fathers to Rise Up and Be Spiritual Leaders in Your Families it's time for fathers to rise up and be spiritual leaders in your families. If there is ever a time when fathers need to rise up and be spiritual leaders in our homes, it's right now. A spiritual motto for fathers should be rise up and be spiritual leaders in your home. I believe you can see for yourself that perilous times have indeed come. Satan knows that his time is short and he is unleashing every damnable thing he has in his arsenal to bring about death and destruction upon our families and nation. Everything that is not of God is rising up. Pornography is rising up in every sector of society. The divorce rate is rising up. Even in the church, the divorce rate is rivaling that of the world. Live-in partners who have everything but a marriage license. They got license for dogs and hunting, but they don't have a license for their marriage. It's rising up. Pedophiles are on the rise. Sorcerers, witches, and psychics are on the rise. Premarital sex is on the rise. Sexual transmitted diseases, they're all on the rise. Those who get high on drugs are on the rise. The crime rate is on the rise. False religion is on the rise. Abortion is on the rise. Euthanasia is on the rise and the LGBTQ movement is on the rise and out of the closet having their own gay pride parades, letting their voices be heard and changing the laws to accommodate their wicked perversion. The Supreme Court has redefined and imposed same-sex marriage on America and people are not ashamed to glamorize their sins before an onlooking world. Fatherhood is a high calling from God. You need to write that down because some of you, you probably haven't looked at that, at that from that perspective. Fatherhood is a high and holy calling from Almighty God. It's time for fathers to be spiritual leaders in our family to the glory of almighty God. All men of God. It is high time that we rise up and become an army of one for the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ. With that being said by introduction, what does God require of fathers as spiritual leaders? As for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. Well, if you're going to serve the Lord, that means, men, you have to be spiritual leaders. If you're going to give spiritual leadership, it means you have to be spiritual and in right relationship with God. What does God require of fathers as spiritual leaders? Number one, God requires that we arise and lead your families with integrity. Arise and lead your families with integrity. Proverbs 11 and three says, the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Fathers, we are in an integrity crisis. The, The words of people don't mean a thing. Integrity is a missing word. It is a foreign word. You don't even hear it now. And what is desperately needed in the lowest churches for you to be men of integrity. If you desire to be a man of integrity that is pleasing to God, then you must choose to live holy and be a man of integrity. Integrity is a choice. You have to choose that and God will help you be that man of integrity if that is an inner longing of your heart. With that being said, what is a man of integrity? What is a man of integrity? A man of integrity is the same in the dark as he is in the light. What you see is what you get. He possesses character in his public life as well as in his private life. A man of integrity, he is honest. He's an honest man. He's he's an upright man. A man of integrity is one who is just. A man of integrity is one who is honorable, one who is straight and ethical. He is not careless. He takes the high road. When so many are taking the, the wrong uh, road, they take the low road. They do evil for evil. They, they want to get back. They, they stoop down to the level of people who are low. And you don't know who the fool is. The man of integrity takes the high road. He's trustworthy. He's morally sound. He's a clean man. He doesn't live in the filth and garbage of this world system. He's a right minded man. That means his thinking is straight. His thinking is not off centered, but rather it is Christ centered. He's he's a right minded man. He's a safe man. He's safe to be around. He won't hurt you. He won't harm you. He won't harm his children, his wife. He won't harm people that cross his path. He's a blessing to those who cross his path. He's safe. He's a place of refuge. Uh, a man of integrity, he has a good work ethic, and he doesn't do just enough to get by. You know, some people do just enough. That's not integrity. Uh, integrity uh, uh, it goes beyond what is asked of you. He consistently gives his best effort as unto the Lord. Uh, You know what a man of integrity will not do? He doesn't shift the blame when he fails or is irresponsible. He doesn't shift the blame when he fails or is irresponsible. It's always somebody else's fault. You know, that goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 3. Verses 11 through 12, which says, and he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man, Adam, said, the woman you gave me, you gave me that woman, the woman you gave me, God, to be with me. She, 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 she gave me of the tree and I ate. It was Eve's fault. He didn't take responsibility for his own actions. And you got men today, it's always somebody else's fault. The blame game. It's that wife. It's the children. It, it, I, uh, I was brought up in a single parent home. I'm, I, I was black. I came out of the ghetto. I, I, I don't know who I am. Well, it's about time you find out who you are. Listen, when are you going to take responsibility and be the man of God that he's calling you to be? Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9 says, he who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will become known. Take responsibilities for your action. When you're wrong, say you're wrong. Uh, We all mess up. There's none righteous. No, not one. Stop pointing. Fingers and name dropping when you're out of place and is everybody else's fault but yours. Number two, we'll move on from integrity. Uh, a spiritual man of God, a father, a spiritual father must possess the wisdom of Christ, which will enable him to see all of life through the lens of Scripture. I said again, a spiritual father must possess the wisdom of Christ which will enable him to see all of life through the lens of the Bible here. When a man lives uh, in the spirit of prayer and is filled with the word of God, he will possess knowledge and spiritual discernment along with spiritual understanding. This Bible, when you read it, when you meditate on it, when you study it from cover to cover, it will increase your wisdom. It will increase your discernment. It will increase your spiritual understanding because you have wisdom from God. When you are in this book man of God. He will view issues in his life from a spiritual perspective and not a worldly perspective. James 1.5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally. God has a lot of wisdom. He doesn't run out of wisdom. As a matter of fact, he's the all wise God. And without reproach, and it will be given to him, Colossians one nine says, for this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. There are a lot of people they're asking for better jobs, nicer cars, more money, longer vacation time. But I declare to you today, I ask you a question: Who's asking for more wisdom? in a world that is turned upside down, in a world that has gone crazy, in a world where everything is blurred and subliminal, who's asking God for more wisdom? Listen, there's nothing that transforms a family like a father who is full of godly wisdom. There is nothing that transforms a family like a father who is full of godly wisdom. Fathers, You cannot impart what you do not possess. You cannot impart what you do not possess. Therefore, you must ask the Lord for wisdom and knowledge if you desire to please God as a father and husband. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, a says of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Wise is the father who understands the times in which he lives and does within his heart and within his life, everything within his means to prepare his family to stand strong, be courageous in the midst of a wicked and perverted generation. Do you know the times in which you live? We are in the last days and they are most diabolical and evil indeed. The sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Do you know what your families ought to do? I believe it ought to be as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Number three, what what does God require fathers? God requires fathers to rise up and lead as priests in their homes to rise up and lead as priests in their homes. Fathers, you cannot be spiritual leaders in your home apart from a relationship with Jesus Christ yourself. If you want to be a spiritual leader, that means that you need to be born again. You have to have a saving, authentic, genuine relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Only born again fathers can lay a spiritual foundation upon which to build their families. If you're not saved, you can't lay a spiritual foundation. Gospel of John 3, 3 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say it unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must know Christ yourself before you can lead your families to Christ. You must give your children, dads, uh, and grand, and grandchildren a solid spiritual foundation upon which to build their lives. Daddies. This includes family devotion, laying hands and praying on them. When is the last time you laid hands on your children? Be they ever ever so young or ever so old, uh, laying your hands and praying on them. They never get too old or too young to be prayed over. Scripture memory. You lead your family in scripture memory, bringing them to church and not sending them to church and And using the church as a drop-off nursery while you go to the mall or go to the golf course or go wherever you're going to go. You bring your children to the house of God. You bring them to Sunday school and you not cut class yourself. You make sure that they're in youth ministry. Fathers, show your children how to be faithful in ministry by serving in ministry yourself. What ministries are you serving in, daddies and granddaddies? Refuse to allow sports and school activities to interfere with the development of your children's spiritual lives. Parents, the height of spiritual negligence is to give your children so many activities and so many spiritual things and not give them Jesus. What is a car without Jesus? What is a basketball without Jesus? What is a football without Jesus? Those things are wonderful and there's nothing wrong with them. But you know, football can't get you into heaven. Neither basketball, neither cheerleading, Not neither hockey, volleyball, or any of those things. Those are, you must be born again. And you, you run them here, get them in here, get them, in, and you ought to involve your children. You don't want them just at home, bored, doing nothing. That poses another problem. But the other side of that, you can get them in so much stuff that they miss the house of God with the people of God to learn the word of God. Number four, fathers, as spiritual leaders, you're required to be patient with your wife and children and cultivate a peaceful home environment. Let me say that again. Fathers as spiritual leaders, you are required to be patient with your wife and children and cultivate a peaceful home environment. Ephesians four, two and three says, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Fathers are called to be agents of peace and unity in the home. When you have the mind of Christ, you will cultivate the spirit of unity in your home and and will see problems in your life and family from a spiritual perspective, using biblical principles to resolve issues as a peacemaker. There will be no peace in the home if you're not a peacemaker, daddy, which brings unity in the home. Fathers must not be contentious. You must not be filling your homes with tension and strife and violence, abuse, turmoil, fussing and cussing and fighting. There's enough of this in the world in which we live. And the last place this should be is in the home. You'd be surprised. So many homes are so volatile. I mean, the children are scared and they're la- They're getting labeled as emotional disturbed because they can't do their homework. They can't sleep. They're disturbed and they they're wearing a label uh, because of a dysfunctional home, your home should be a place of refuge in the midst of a world that is filled with discord, chaos, and confusion. Fathers, your wife and children should never be nervous or afraid of you lest you exasperate and discourage your family. Ephesians 6.4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Be fair to them. Use wisdom in your Discipline. Don't over-discipline your children. Have balance with your children. Each of your children are different. Uh, You shouldn't give them everything they want, but you need to be reasonable. When they earn the right to be disciplined, discipline them when it's necessary. Uh, Sometimes they deserve to be disciplined and then you extend grace and say, you know, I should have got you for that, but I'm extending, extending grace. Is there grace in your heart, daddy? I'm getting you, boy, and I'm counting them up. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. 1 Corinthians 13, 4a also says love is patient and kind. This means that we should be patient when our children are struggling. We should never call them a dummy or you hard to learn or Don't go to college. You won't add up to nothing. Stop putting a gloom and doom report on your children. You expect great things of your children. Even if they're struggling. Hey, this is just a phase you're going through. You're going to be all right. We're going to walk you through this. We all have different struggles. We all have issues. If you need a tutor, you, if you need help, we're going to get you the help. But you are going to succeed and we're going to help you su- to succeed. And we're going to speak success over you and not uh terms that demoralize you. You have to be patient through their challenges. Your children will fail. They will have setbacks. They will make poor decisions. We made them. Some of them are on the addictions, they're addicted to different things. Uh, But most of all, you be patient when listening to your wife and your children. As fathers, this also includes being patient with yourself when things are not progressing in your own life and you find yourself committing the same sins over and over again. You need to repent and cry out to Jesus for deliverance. Ruth Graham is buried on the grounds of the Billy Graham Library in Charlotte, North Carolina. A year or two ago, Darlene and I were struck as we looked at the epitaph engraved on her headstone. We were moved by the words which read, and I quote, end of construction. Thanks for your patience. Wow. Beloved, God is not through with us yet, which means that we are all under spiritual construction. Did y'all you know that? All of us are. All, all of us are under spiritual construction. I am too. God is not through with me. The day God gets through with me, I'm on my way to heaven. You know, he's not through with you. Now, sometimes you hear hard truth and, and, and you say, well, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Well, now stop letting that be your motto. You need to hurry up and get there. You're 50 years old. I'm not there. You need to grow up and get there. When are you going to get there? Some of you don't want to get there. You're all under spiritual construction. We're all. Therefore, as fathers, allow the Holy Spirit to keep chiseling the rough edges off of you in order to bring you into complete conformity into the image of our Lord, chiseling you day by day, carving you piece by piece, bringing you into conformity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number five, fathers, God require you to keep the lines of communication open with your children, to keep the lines of communication open with your children. It's a sad day when children don't want to talk to daddies and wife don't want to talk to him. You must listen to them from the heart. Ask your children stimulating questions. Have stimulating conversations about anything. They ought to be able to come to you about anything. It doesn't matter how bad it is, Uh, whatever it is. They ought to be able to talk to you. If they don't talk to you, they're going to talk to somebody and they're going to get the wrong information. And ought, you ought to be able to talk, especially around the dinner table. If you ask the right questions, it will stimulate open and honest conversations. A rule in your home should be no technology during meals and when eating out in restaurants. My wife and I eat out in restaurants and we see everybody. The mama has a cell phone. She's on it. The daddy's on it. Every child on the five year old. What five year old got to talk about? Everybody's on. I said, put that phone down and talk to each other. Friends, listen, be a spiritual voice in your family and minister with your words. So many are speaking into the lives of your children and so must you. You must not allow the voices of this world system to be the only voice your children hear. Deuteronomy 6, 7 says you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you get up at every moment you spend time making room for conversation to talk about God and life and issues.
1: The Word of God tells us that there is no salvation in any other or anything except Jesus Christ, the only name under heaven by which we must be saved. We can and many do live victoriously through obedient faith in our Lord and Savior. In Him alone, we are redeemed and forgiven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855. East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Come worship with the Maranatha Bible Church family on Father's Day, Sunday, June 18th at 10 a.m. On this special day, our worship celebration will express love, gratitude, and appreciation to all fathers and grandfathers. Pastor Rander Draper has a special message prepared for you that will encourage, bless, and strengthen you during these very challenging times. Come celebrate Father's Day with us.